Welcome, you're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way podcast. This is episode eight, and I'm your host. A barrage of messages and comments regarding episode seven, Just Friends. And I'm gonna go over at least three of these because it really is amazing. It's amazing and almost identical to the clip that I played. It's predominantly females that in their mind think that yes, guys and girls can be just friends. But on the male part of things, it is a unanimous no. And so the first one that comes up, this girl says, I have so many guy friends, none of them have ever came on to me and it's that's all that it has been, end quote. And here's the deal as far as that's concerned. That may be true. You may have guy friends who are hanging around, but the only reason they haven't came on to you is because an opportunity hasn't presented itself. And when it comes to us guys, that's what we're waiting for is opportunity. Like you could be dating somebody, but as soon as things go sour, as soon as something happens that upsets you and you're coming to one of your guy friends with arms wide open, what? of course, of course, if he's a straight guy, he wants to do whatever he can do to make you feel better. And it's, it's, it's almost sad that it's almost, it, it's like a 50-50 split. It's like the males are on the left side, the females are on the right side, and vice versa. Now, interesting enough, interesting enough, there was one person, and one person only, one woman, should I say, as a matter of fact, she said she was actually, let me go, let me find this message. And she says, and I quote, I'm 42 years old. It took me a while, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt now that it is not possible for a man and woman to be just friends without a hidden agenda somewhere along the way, end quote. Absolutely. Yes, and that's, that's, that's something that I talked about in the previous episode is... Your friendship is not on honest ground because there's always going to be some kind of if, if there's if there's an attraction one way or the other. If this guy thinks you're cute, if he thinks you're hot, if he thinks you're beautiful, if he thinks you look good, impossible, impossible that it hasn't crossed his mind that he wants to do something with you, that he wants to be with you, that he wants to have you. Whether that be physically, whether that be take you out, be his girlfriend, whatever. It is absolutely, positively impossible, ladies and gentlemen. From a, from a, from a heterosexual male's point of view. And that is the key there. If a guy is straight and you're straight. Like, and like I said, even if you're dating somebody, he is just biding his time and waiting for opportunity for you to open that door. You might just be, in your mind, you might be thinking, yeah, he's, we're just friends, that's all. We're just friends. 
You can think that if you want to, but I assure you when that time comes, like you guys could be cool for two or three years, hang out sporadically, maybe go to a movie or something, just hang out and nothing ever happens. He never approaches you. He never makes a pass at you. He never has any kind of sexual innuendo towards you because he's biding his time. He is waiting for a moment where you become vulnerable, where you become more open and where you become more accessible. And watch and watch. Ladies, girls, women, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, do not fall for the trick of thinking a guy that you are hanging out with knowing Knowing he is straight, as in he is not gay, that he loves girls, women, chicks, babes, whatever you want to call it. He is waiting for his opportunity when it comes to you. Like I said, at the end of the day, nobody likes to be rejected. Nobody likes the feeling of being scorned or turned down. We're human beings. So just because a guy is hanging out with you does not mean that he doesn't want to be with you, that he doesn't want something from you outside of your conversation. And it's really laughable to me because I'm a guy who's in his 30s now. And I look back to when I was in high school, when I was in college. And I'm just kind of like, no, there is no chick who I was hanging out with. That I didn't want more. I'm simply just hanging out with you, playing buddy buddy to get closer to you, to waiting for my chance. That's what I'm doing. And I don't care if when I was in school, I don't care how long that took. I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for you to crack that door open just a little bit for me to get into. I'm waiting for that chance, that moment, that opportunity. So take it from a guy such as myself who's had his fair share of ladies. And I say that more shamefully than I do boastfully because I do consider myself a very much so a strong-willed godly man. All I'm trying to do is just educate my young people out here and With age, as I read from the message from this 42 year old woman with age, you you, you start learning, you start understanding like, yeah, you know what? Not really. At the end of the day, just, you know, there's an old saying that if you assume you just make an ass out of you and me. No, no. When it comes to this subject in particular, if there's a guy who wants to hang out with you, just assume, ladies, just assume that he wants more than your friendship. It may not be right now. It may not be at this point in time, at that point in time, but he has just biding his time. You guys have to know that you, excuse me, you ladies and girls and women have to know that. It's like you got yourself a partner, somebody to hang out with, maybe go to, to a park or to stores or Whatever, come hang out with you, play video games and stuff like that. The bottom line is, if there is a guy 
who is spending his personal time with you. It's not just to hang out and nothing more. It really isn't. That doesn't mean that there won't be days and maybe even weeks and months that you guys can hang out and nothing happens. But an opportunity will present itself. And when it finally does, do not be shocked or surprised that this guy who you thought was your quote unquote friend makes a move on you or makes a pass at you. Let you know that he's been crushing on you forever, forever and ever. Don't be shocked by that. Do not be shocked by that. But that's all I'm going to bring on as far as that episode is concerned, because this is literally I haven't got any more messages than messages than I have up to this point as early as I am. As far as my episode layout is concerned, this particular episode has gotten the most messages. So you guys know I like to talk about as far as a previous episode and bring that to the beginning of a new episode as far as the messages are concerned, because I like to bring on my audience's comments to engage them. So, but with that said, I now bring to you guys NoFap in this episode and NoFap, NoFap. And for everybody who's listening, if for whatever reason you don't know what NoFap is, it is the practice of no masturbation and no pornography. And in Essentially, this is pornography. Part two is essentially what this is, this this episode. But I'm just taking it a step further and I'm going to talk about NoFap and, and the actual NoFap movement. If you guys remember and you and you actually heard my pornography episode, I gave a shout out to. A woman, a beautiful young woman by the name of Alana. And the reason why I shouted her out was because of her courageous spirit to come out onto social media and say that she was a slave to pornography and that she would talk about her issues with pornography for a very long time. And then this is a young, a, a young, attractive woman. And when she first started this thing, she was 28. 28 years old. So the reason I bring her back up is because I want to share a little snippet of something that she had said, because just hearing this from her, you guys can understand on an entirely different level of why I was praising her so much in the pornography episode. Take a quick listen. NoFap Day 25, that is what we're on right now. And I want to talk about flat lines because I've been experiencing that recently where I've been waking up in the morning feeling pretty low, feeling pretty depressed, sad, and just down. And um, for those who don't know what flatline is, basically it's when you reach a point where you just feel low and you just feel down and depressed and irritable and maybe low energy. And it's due to... Um, you know, not having your normal release of pleasure that you would normally have. You know, I was, I used to masturbate on a daily basis. So for me to remove that daily dopamine release 
I feel like I'm going through withdrawal from a drug or something. Like, you know, it's the thing about porn and masturbation is that it gets you really high, but then it leaves you feeling really low afterwards. And it works the same way like a drug. Wow. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is precisely why I wanted to mention her on the show. Because it's hard enough as it is to admit that you have a problem, you have an issue. And if you guys recall, when I talked about on the porn pornography episode, which I believe was episode four, it's it's very difficult. It's very difficult to look yourself in the mirror and realize that you have a problem. And as a whole, when I think about my struggles that I had, that I went into major detail in uh, episode four, us as human beings, we do not like to admit when we are having problems with something. And she was dead on because when it comes to porn and it's calling you and you feel it call, it's, it's like it's almost like pulling you like you know it's it has an extremely negative effect on you and your life your mind your psyche the way you feel and sure enough sure enough whenever you're done like whenever you are watching porn, you get yourself off and you're done more often than not. If you were like me, you felt like crap, like a hundred percent crap, like you were craving it just 15, 30 minutes earlier, an hour earlier, however long that you might have watched it in that particular session. You were craving it, right? It was pulling you. But then suddenly, but then suddenly. Whenever it's all over with, you feel like you were in the dumps. And let me let me tell you how I knew where I finally was free from the whole ordeal as far as what well, I knew I was done, like as far as watching porn and completely turning my back on it and doing the whole no fat process. This is how I knew I was done. I, I, I remember specifically where I wasn't even aroused and I, I basically I was just bored. I was just bored. I caught myself bored late in the evening one night and I just flipping through my phone on Instagram and just looking at some chicks. And then. I'm like, well, you know, I might as well go ahead and go over to Pornhub, find myself on Pornhub. And like I said, I'm not even I, it really wasn't even calling me. It was just out of pure boredom that I'm just kind of just flipping through and. The next thing I know, here I am looking at porn and then getting myself off, you know. So at this moment in time, before I even got there, like I was in the middle of watching and I just stopped. I was literally in the middle of watching porn and I remember just sitting up. I remember just sitting up, throwing my phone down and I'm just I, I just I, I felt so there's just something that happened that I can't even explain. It's just like I almost reached a breaking point where I was just tired of feeling like I was on the edge 
of doing something to myself. Like when I say that, I mean, I felt like there was something that was about to happen. If I did not break the chain immediately and get on with my life, because it, it, it is absolutely accurate what Alana said. It's like it, it, it's, it brings you up to a point. It's like it's like a drug where it brings you up. But then as soon as you're off, you feel miserable. You feel like crap. And that is exactly that feeling. So before I got to that point to where I was feeling like crap, I'm like, OK, like I know what's getting ready to happen if I keep watching it. And just something in my mind, in my brain just snapped like the light came on finally. Like this is it. I'm like I'm, I'm so done with this garbage, this filth. And it makes you feel quite honestly, it makes you feel like a loser. It makes you feel pathetic. It literally makes you feel pathetic, like you're an outcast or something like that. And, and somebody knows exactly what I'm talking about. As I say that somebody knows precisely what I'm talking about. There's no doubt about it because this thing is so huge. It is so huge as far as uh, the, the industry goes where there are so many. It's not just Alana. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just these, anybody who's listening. There have been there are thousands, if not a million people around the world who struggle with pornography. It is the top three addictions in the United States. It is in the top three. I actually looked this up. There's nothing more than an addiction when you have an excuse me, when you have an addiction where there's no worse feeling than something that that is controlling your life. And it's also why I mentioned in the previous episode. Um, you have to stay productive, you have to find something you to, to do on a daily basis Make a goal or two for yourself, whatever that is. You have to stay active. And this is for all this is like I said, this isn't just for even though the porn industry is predominantly male driven. I'm also speaking to any women, any ladies who might be listening in to this episode. You can't find yourself being uh, bored. That is a recipe for disaster. And I'm not talking about if you're tired or you're sleepy and you want to crash. No, I'm talking about if you're at home, it's your day off of work um, and you, you're finding yourself just not doing much. Maybe just lounging around on the couch, watching TV kind of. But 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 your mind is kind of gone. You, you know what I mean? Like you're you're you're, you're sitting there and you're watching TV, but you'd rather be doing something else. That's really what boredom really where that that feeling comes from. And I and I've talked about it previously on that episode where I used to be a real big time hardcore gamer. But as I continue to get a little older and a little older, um, I just can't sit there like I used to. 10, 15 years ago or like when I was a kid and just sit there for hours on end, even if I am off of work, if I'm not working, if I'm not doing it, if I don't have any errands to run, if I'm just at home, I cannot sit on my couch and play video games for hours like I used to do. 
I just can't. If I find myself doing that, and this is another, this is, once again, this is another one of those things where you realize that you have an issue because for a guy who considered himself a hardcore gamer once upon a time, if I'm sitting there playing a game any longer than 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour at, at, at the most, my mind starts to drift. I don't stay locked in to what I'm playing anymore. I feel like I could be doing something more productive. I can feel I feel like I could be doing something to better myself. I feel like I can be doing something to help somebody, to lift somebody up. And ultimately, that is precisely why I wanted to start my own self-improvement and relationship podcast. And that that was the goal was to reach out to several people who are going through things that I'm going through, that I have gone through, that have issues that I've had or and, and do have. Because we all have room for self-improvement. Every last one of us, there, there isn't, there's not, not one person who doesn't have room for self-improvement. Not one. So when it comes to NoFap as a whole, I want to make it be clear because it doesn't mean just just because I've been free from this thing for quite some time. It doesn't mean that there still aren't urges sporadically popping in that I don't have these visions in my mind. And that's the other thing about porn is the psychological damage that it does. It's like you could be you could be free from porn really for months if not years, you can be free. But there is like bookmarks, if you will, that are in your brain of certain scenes that you saw or certain people in certain positions and certain. And you just have these flashes of those particular things that you saw. It's just like the damage is done. You know, like there's so much there's just there's just a, a certain thing that that industry does to you as a person. It doesn't matter if you're a man, doesn't matter if you're a woman. It's filth. And like at the end of the day, I know there's many a people who can raise their hand and say that it makes me feel like I'm nothing, like I'm pathetic, like I'm an outcast. Like I'm not a part of society. Like I can't get a girlfriend. Like I can't get a boyfriend. Like I can't have a husband. Like I can't have a wife. That's how it makes you feel. And you. And the sad part is, now that that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that you will that that will uh, exclude you from being a porn addict. Just because you have a wife or boy, a wife or husband, just because you have a girlfriend or boyfriend, that doesn't mean anything. I've watched porn when I was in relationships. In my last relationship, I found myself watching porn on more than one occasion. And and, and, and quite frankly, there's always going to be a re- there's there's it's it's it, it, it's sometimes you just can't explain things as it happens. It's just sometimes something is so strong and so potent. It just calls you. 
It calls your name. And not only does it call you, you literally feel it almost pulling you more figuratively than literally, obviously. But it almost literally feels like it's pulling you to dive in, to indulge. So that, that that's not a, that's not a, I mean, so to have a boyfriend or girlfriend or wife or that, that's not a cure. That's that's not a cure. It's like you have to want to improve. You have to want to escape. You have to want to say I'm done. And. Much like I talked about in episode four and I gave suggestions as to what you can do to help you to completely turn around. The number one thing is to know that you aren't alone. There are many, many people who know and understand just how much of a negative impact it has on you as a person. And that, that, and again, the reason I bring on Alana's commentary is because for the women out there, yes, you are in the minority when it comes to this industry, but that doesn't make me look at you any different than it does my fellow man or guy, just because you're struggling. Like I said, if anything, I find it more commendable for a woman to be like, uh, what am I doing? And, and the funny thing is, is most women, they recognize that it's, it's a male dominant industry. So that makes them feel even worse because they're, it's almost like, how did I get caught up in this? How did I get trapped in this? Like, this really isn't even for me. Uh, but yeah, in my lifetime, I've known a handful of women who are porn addicts in my lifetime. But it's one thing for a, a, a girl or a woman to tell me in a one on one conversation, but to go on social media. And to. T- talk about your issue, very personal issues that you have with this particular addiction in front of millions of people, no doubt about it. If that's not courageous, I don't know what is. So the no fat journey, there are so many different forms and uh, groups all over social media, whether it be Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the I mean, YouTube, you mean, you name it. I mean, if, if I mean, if you guys just pull it up and I'm sure that there's been many people who already have, you'll you'll notice you'll notice immediately, immediately just the amount of people who are trying to get past this thing. As much as you are, but there, I mean, there's but there's here's the thing. There's a difference between trying and actually doing, because when when you're when you're when you are sick and tired of feeling like crap and garbage and and I can tell you from experience it feels amazing it's like it makes you feel so rejuvenated as a person when you know you turned your back to this garbage that was doing some some kind of damage to you that you can't even explain that it's corrupted your mind, your thinking, your brain, and it's left scar tissue. Like I said, it's like it doesn't just because you walk away and it's been months, if not years, since you last found yourself indulging in porn. 
That doesn't mean that you won't have these little flashbacks in your mind. And, you know, sometimes I could be at work very randomly. I could be at work and I just find myself thinking of something, you know, like of, of, of something that I watched from five years ago. Something that I saw from 10 years ago, like all these little in all these little uh, these little snippets and clips remain in my brain. It's like anything else, of course. It's like any song or any movie that you've seen more than once. That's just that's just the way it is. But for whatever reason, it's more pronounced because it's pornography. It's at the forefront whenever you you find yourself, your brain kind of wandering off. You know, but that's that's just that's just us as people. So. When it comes to our no fap journey, because really when any, any recovering addict. You you never really stop. Going away from that situation because people have relapsed after it's been years after it's been years, people find themselves relapsing. And that doesn't necessarily have to be just porn. I mean, that could be um, smoking. That could be drinking. That could be um, drugs, whatever the case may be. You can find yourself relapsing. So. So we just have to continue to march forward, stay in fellowship with people who are going through the same thing that you're going through. And like I said, there's no better way to do that outside of reaching for people on social media platforms. I mean, we live in a world surrounded by social media, so it's really not that difficult for us to do that. But that will bring this particular episode to a conclusion. And hopefully everybody will continue to march forward and away from the pornography industry. And I know that there's not a person who is listening to this podcast, who is listening to this episode in particular. That there's not one person who disagrees with anything that I've had to say. Now, you, you might have an, an alternative alternative perspective, per se, for somebody who is a recovering addict or a person who is on their nofap journey and they might have something else that triggers them. And like, but that's all of us, though. That's all of us. We all have our certain triggers. We all have things that happen to us um, on a day to day basis, a, a weekly basis, a monthly basis. And again, I say, guys. Stay productive every day. Stay productive. Don't find yourself just lounging around, being bored. Stay busy doing something. I mean, write a book or build build a model car or house or just something. Something like put together an online store. Constantly update, a, you know, a blog or something. Just just have something that you're constantly coming back to every single day. And it really, really helps. I am. I'm speaking from experience. It really helps to continue to move away from a dark, dark industry that has many, many of people, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that are enslaved, enslaved to it. So you guys are welcome to keep your comments coming, keep your emails coming, your messages coming. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm now on Twitter, you know, TD Babyface 1182. You can catch me uh, Instagram Babyface underscore 1182 or my email T Davidson 
1182yahoo.com. So you guys, please, please keep your comments coming, your messages, anything that you want to say. And I will put it on future shows as I always have, have done for the, for, to, to continue to move that forward as far as uh, bringing your, you guys' uh, commentary onto the show. Uh, but with that said, in my very next episode, I will be talking about Girls Night Out. Girls Night Out. So, yeah, that'll be very interesting. And um, I anticipate a lot of messages and comments for this particular episode when it's uh, up in live. So stay tuned for that.